You are listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. This podcast is for insurance agents that are helping America's seniors with their financial choices. Here is your host, Christopher Westfall. So we're going to talk about a couple of calls today, and we're going to start doing this on a regular basis, um, talking about the good, the bad, and where we can improve on some calls. And this is just an exercise that I did on Friday. We're talking about Miss Luann here. Try to keep her last name out, but it's not going to be possible. Um, <clears throat> quick Facebook search found her and her grandbaby. As a matter of fact, 10 of her latest pictures are her and the grandbaby. She used to work at She knows a lot about insurance. And to the extent that it's ever possible, if you have an appointment coming up for somebody and you have two minutes beforehand, it's always best practice to try to find out as much about them as possible. Now LinkedIn is so much easier to find information about people turning 65, what industry they were in, what they're uh, most happy about. You can then take that and find them maybe on Facebook and see what they're most passionate about, whether it's motorcycles or traveling or RVing, whatever, and then just see if it can slip into the conversation. Because if you have any kind of affinity with what they're interested in, they'll make a big deal. So he's got Georgia Bulldogs on his shirt. They live in Macon, Georgia, and they've got friends in Dublin, Georgia, which is where my brother's from. So if I was on a call with her, I'd say, oh, you live close to Dublin, huh? and just have something to talk about. And we'll talk about how Melanie picked up on something that brought into the conversation that was really awesome. So listen to this call real quick and see what you take away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was just checking. I was just, you know, getting some quotes. I was just wanted to call back and just check to see, you know, what the quote was. I knew it could fluctuate some. Yeah. Um, now, do you happen to live with anybody the age 60 or older? Uh, yeah, my husband's already over 65. Oh, really? I did not know that. That's a pretty good little discount. Uh, yeah. And your birthday's in July, correct? Right. And 31220, I hear your doggy. He doesn't yeah. sound <laughs> He must want to go outside. Yeah. Yeah, well, my brother actually lives with us, and it's his dog, and so he's outside working in the yard, so she's having a duck. Oh. <laughs> she, she, it's a little miniature dots, and she tell her to stop barking, but she won't, so she's oh. driving me crazy, crazy right now. <laughs> I get tired of oh. the barking after a while, but... Oh, I'm sure. I have two little dogs, and they are little yappers, so I understand. <laughs> Um, yes, you would qualify for the household discount um, at $100.71. Okay. The uh, the part about Charleston, and I left in the, the last part of the call for that reason. Yeah, y'all on Eastern Time? Yes, we're in South Carolina, so we're the same as you. Oh, okay. We're in South Carolina, y'all. We're in Charleston. Oh, okay. Yeah, my son lives in Lexington, that's why I was asking. Oh, awesome. I've, been there. I've definitely been to Lexington a few times. It comes up a lot in all conversations with new relationships with people. Where are you located? Because they think that's going to be their potential objection. Where are you located? I think with our unique situation of being in Charleston, one of the top-rated destinations in the country, and the fact that a majority of people have probably visited here, we should use that to our advantage. And at the same time, segue from a possible objection into a great travel conversation. Kimberly does this all the time. And I think it's good when somebody says, where are you located? You're in South Carolina? That's cool, Charleston. And I would just like light up with, yeah, Charleston, it's a beautiful place to live. Have you ever been here? It's one of the top tourist destinations. And then listen to their story about Charleston. Most people either say, yes, I've been there and loved it, or we plan on going there one day. And then you've heard Kimberly's conversation about 
oh, Isle of Palms is over here, one of the most beautiful beaches, and so on. I would make it really positive and use that as a launch pad to instead of go down their objection path, which some people have, oh, you're not in my hometown? No, as a matter of fact, we're in Charleston. It's such a beautiful place. Have you ever been here? And they'll forget about their objection if you can take them to a positive place. Um, the, uh, let's see. Oh, when she said, that's a good discount, I would reinforce every positive thing she says about a fact that you bring up. You brought up the fact. The fact is it's only $100 instead of $112 that she heard about. It's gone up to $114 for other people, whatever, or $110 to 112 Yes, it is a great discount. That's a 12% discount only for Mutual of Omaha people. They found it valuable that you're living with somebody else, which statistics show us you're going to be healthier over a lifetime. So, yes, that's a wonderful discount. Anytime they give you positive feedback about a fact that you tell them, reinforce that. They're like, wow, yeah, that is a pop. And I would just really make it a big deal. We're going to talk about that again in a minute. And then, um, of course, the fact that you heard the dog, you heard the dog, you heard the dog, you found an affinity, something you can connect with her on. You didn't just recognize, oh, that's a dog in the background. You said, as a typical dog owner would know, that dog's excited, wants to go out or something. And she starts for two minutes talking about how happy she is, that you recognize that she has a dog and you have a dog and all that kind of stuff. We talk about that a lot, but you actually did it in this. And so you gave her a better rate. You told her, yes, we're in Charleston. That With her, she's familiar with that area. And then you talked about her dog. I think it really, really went well. We do four, five, six months out because we don't have a Medicare number. Then they have to call back in and give us that Medicare number. We could eliminate all that if we just require the agents to do this. And um, we call that the anti-sales department. When somebody wants to make something so easy for admin people and not so easy for the people who actually make the whole operation work. Just a personal opinion there. And so our business practices is we're taking care of people as you're doing those onboarding calls. Let them know this is what happened with your case. Look for this in the mail. We're doing the follow-up with the, the physical mail that they're receiving. That's really the best thing to do for the client, and I think that will come back and we'll enjoy more and more referrals as a result of doing things right. But it just those people who invested with me and the time to go and spend with these agents, it, it really is making a positive impact in our community of agents out there. Uh, Melanie, leads trial. You've been doing some trial uh, Facebook leads from a variety of sources. One of the reasons for that is so that we can have a done-for-you system for our members and stuff that they can go to and have their Facebook leads created because we don't have the capacity right now to do what we're doing that works so well on them. So I appreciate you doing these trials of different leads. Um, one of the things that I'm going to ask Eugene to try the next thing. We, we've tried like three now. Direct mail, Facebook, Facebook is these um, those leads that you identified. We've also been asking the agents at the agent events, uh, who do they like as lead providers? Um, one name keeps coming up that people have tried and they don't like. It was that guy who failed as an agent, uh, tried a call center, it didn't work. What was his name? Yeah, and that, that's a no-go. I mean, we we're going to try that next, but the agent said they're just generic bland. People have no idea what they're opting in for. and So we're trying to, before you get to the point that you're trying these leads out, we're trying to get feedback from anybody else that's already tried them, so we're not wasting our time with that. But that's a kind of a test bed incubator of, of other lead sources, so I appreciate you trying those things out. And so we'll have, we'll have more of them to try here soon. Uh, one thing that I picked up from a relatively new agent in Omaha last week was policy. Not talking about the cancer policy or the heart attack policy, I'm talking about a policy. Robert, I'm going to ask that you do me a favor on that and research 
um, compare and contrast the here's some documentation on it with rates to their regular old cancer plan. The opportunity was that this thing covers a lot more illnesses in one package as a another thing that could could potentially be good is we're having so many people turning 65 calling us that this policy cannot be purchased once they hit their 65th birthday. So the urgency is we got to do this at 64, otherwise it's never available to you. Once they get this policy, it's guaranteed renewable for life, but they can't get it past 65. So if we're having these people calling us at 64, six months out, eight months out, three months out, whatever, I need to tell you about a policy that's available only until you turn 65. If you wait until your 65th birthday, it's too late. So this is something you should consider right now. now. I don't know if the rates are three or five or ten times more than a cancer plan. That's what I'm going to leave to you, Robert, to look at a couple of states and see. But it's available in every state except for Minnesota. So it's something that we could do on a national basis that might be consistent with rates like Living Promise Life Insurance is. But again, it gives us that sense of urgency that they have to take action on it. If they call back later after 65, I'm sorry, that's not available, but we do have this and we can pivot to it, but it might create just enough urgency we get more. Is it the same application process as it can? So we're growing, if we haven't noticed. Um, I'm going to be looking at some office space solutions that might uh, terminate our lease and get us to our fifth office in the last, fifth office in what, four years to grow into as well. But we're having to shuffle things around internally here that is not comfortable. I understand that. And so I appreciate you all being flexible as we're moving around so that we're not on top of each other and our, you know, angle of attack when we're talking is not like going to be jumping into somebody else's feet. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.